0: My name is Rick Blackman, or as I think some of you might know me as Dr. Rick from being able to join John many times uh, in the last couple of years as he's been doing the Become New.me, I want to just let you know I'm a grateful member of the Fellowship of the Withered Hand and I've so enjoyed uh, taking in John's teaching uh, and even getting to be part of the team and part of that teaching once in a while. My favorite, I went back and looked at all of the different uh, uh, selections that John has used, was uh, one that he did called Radically Accept Limitations. And it was sort of a foundational talk on what we do with the ways that we fall short in our own mind or maybe in the mind of others around us. And that John was making the case that if we owned the real limitations that we bring to the task of trying to be uh, the best version of ourselves that that was a place, if we moved in the direction of accepting and embracing our limits, that that is the place that we would meet God. And I just thought that was so helpful. And I want you to just now listen to that one with me and enjoy it. God bless.
1: Hey, this is John Orberg, and we are on the road to Advent, and we're learning radical acceptance. I can't, but God can, so I just have a posture of openness and uh, a spirit of yes to God and to life, accept other people, accept my own self, and actually that's what I want to talk about today, is through the power of Jesus, particularly in this season of Advent, to accept my limitations If it looks a tiny bit dark right now, there's a good reason for that. The sun has not yet come up. But by the time I'm finished taping this, the sun will have come up. I'll be looking at it. And that's actually germane to what we're talking about. And we'll get to that in a little bit. I want to start by inviting you to think about some area in your life where you have a limitation that frustrates you. I think about when I was growing up, I would look at somebody else who is more athletically gifted. And feel like uh, my lack of greater coordination or strength or speed was frustrating to me. I would look at somebody who was more talented than I was in music or at Shane who was smarter than me. And then then as I grew up, instead of going away, that sense of limitation in some ways even grew stronger. And I would look at, uh, I would speak, but somebody else who was a better speaker than me or somebody who was a better leader than me or... A guy who could just get on a platform and command it in unbelievable ways. So for you, what's an area of life where you have a limitation and it frustrates you? Maybe that has to do with your body. Maybe it's aging. Maybe it's personality. Sometimes I find I'm basically an introvert. I look at extroverts. They just walk around and light people up and fill up rooms with energy. And I think, Oh man, I wish I could be that. And it's frustrating to me just the limitations of my own temperament. So pick an area and then think on that scale of acceptance from rejection, condemnation. I just, I condemn myself for this. I reject this part of me to resisting. Yep, it's there, but my negative emotions about it leak to tolerance. Okay. This is simply true to acceptance. God has made me this way and God must know what he's doing. To actual embrace. God, I'm so thankful that you have made me, that you chose to create me. Just the way, where are you on that scale for this area? What would it like to uh, be able to move one direction? Generally, in our world, what we're told a lot, especially in our culture, in our society, is you can transcend your limitations, never be limited by any part of you, just try harder. And motivational speakers will tell stories of, great athletes like Michael Jordan, who was cut from his high school basketball team. The message being that he worked really hard and he became Michael Jordan. And if you just try harder, then you can do what Michael Jordan did. And if you're not Michael Jordan, you're not trying hard enough. But of course, Michael Jordan was not cut from his high school basketball team. When he was a sophomore, he played JV because he was only 5'10". His big growth spurt came the next year. And the point is, you and I are not Michael Jordan. And trying harder is not going to enable us to transcend our limitations. And actually, what we're invited to do instead by God is to offer him our limitations and to say, God, you have made me finite, a creature, and I'm also broken by sin, so I'm limited in many ways. And the wonderful news is that our limitations do not limit God. Very often in Scripture, we will find God coming to somebody and wanting to use them, and they will object because of their limitations. God comes to Moses, go and speak to Pharaoh, and Moses says, but I'm slow of speech and slow of tongue. I'm not good at that sort of thing. I'm not a good public speaker. God comes to Gideon and says, the angel says, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Gideon says, I don't think so, because my tribe is the least in all of Israel, and I am the least in all of my tribe. God comes to Jeremiah and Jeremiah says, no, 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 I'm too young. God comes to Abraham and Abraham says, no, I'm too old. Over and over, God comes to people and there's this sense of, no, I'm not good enough, not quick enough, not strong enough, not old enough, not young enough, not smart enough, not spiritual enough, not gifted enough. But here's the thing. uh, uh, Not only do our limitations not limit God, our limitations can become a place where we can meet God. It is people with a keen sense of their own limitations and uh, their own fallibility and their own inadequacy that have a kind of humility to be open to God. I was reading an article yesterday. If you have somebody on your Christmas list that's the person that has everything and you're trying to figure out what to get them, I have the answer for you. This is by Henry Wismayer, who's a writer, often focuses on travel. And he writes about how now it's possible to get a ticket for about half a million dollars or so. Some, some of you might not be able to afford it this year. For a ticket on Blue Origin or Virgin Galactic to fly into um, outer space. Hey, somebody just got here. Not sure who that is. But I got to keep going because the sun just came up. Uh, Wismayer writes... Philosophers call the type of sensory and aesthetic stimuli that provoke it the sublime. That is, we search for something called the sublime. Now, beauty is goodness and delight in the world that we can understand. The sublime is beauty that is beyond our power of understanding. There's something transcendent about it. And Wissmeyer writes, the appeal of the sublime has been a subject of conjecture and interpretation for as long as humans have pondered the stars. Existing at the intersection of joy and fear, the feelings it can elicit are best understood as a paradox. The sensation of feeling enriched by way of feeling diminished. In other words, it's my limitations and the humility that they bring that open me up to experiencing something grander than myself. And that's why buying a ticket for half a million dollars to go into outer space in a very carefully controlled flight where there's champagne at the end of it is not likely to evoke that sense of wonder, awe, and the sublime that we're searching for. Because we're not in charge of it. We can't buy it and sell it. It is not a commodity. We don't control it. Only the humble are able to experience it. And it's interesting that the Advent story, the Christmas story, involves people who were profoundly limited. Mary, of course, this young, powerless, impoverished woman. And Joseph, they were so poor that when Jesus was born, they could not afford a lamb to sacrifice as a thanks offering. The shepherds, shepherding was a very low status vocation. The Magi that came from the East, they were not even a part of Israel. They were... Are religiously very limited the one guy in the story that had kind of unlimited power and wealth and means of course was herod and he didn't really get to be a part of it at all advent is a time where we meet jesus in our limitations and we discovered the sublime story of christmas subliminal, liminal spaces we talk about sometimes in our day. And those are quite literally those in-between spaces, a hallway in a house. Uh, The liminal is a word that's associated with the word for limits or subliminal, sublime. I'm here and the sun has now come up this morning because dawn and twilight are liminal spaces in time. And the Advent is liminal space. It is that space that exists when heaven is going to penetrate earth and they're going to come together and they do that through Jesus. That is why Jesus is the most sublime human being that ever lived. He came as the bringer of heaven, the one who brought heaven and earth together. And he did it by limiting himself. to the reason that you and I can accept, embrace our limitations today is the great miracle in all of the Christian faith, the one that is at the absolute core and center of it is the Incarnation. God became flesh. And the Incarnation was not God expanding Himself. The Incarnation was God limiting Himself. God took on a human body. God became poor for us. (laughs) Oh man, that's my friend Mark. He's on a tractor so i'm just about done uh but i got to do this because now the sun is up in the incarnation jesus knew what it was to be hungry to be tired to be weak uh, to have to work as a carpenter he bled when he got cut he died when he got crucified god's greatest expression of love came Not through expansion, but through limitation. God's most sublime gift of love came when God, the creator of everything, chose to limit himself. And so, now all of heaven and earth can be a liminal space where heaven penetrates earth. And God does that, not in spite of our limitations, but because of our limitations. Wonderful, wonderful text from Scripture for today from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Paul says, The same God who said, Let there be light, it comes up again every day. He did it with great beauty in the creation. That God also caused His light to shine in our hearts so that we could see the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay so that we can be aware that the surpassing greatness is His and not ours. So today, whatever your limitation is, of body, of intellect, of background, of experience, of personality, don't deny it, don't resist it, don't live in frustration, offer it to God. God, you knew what you were doing. Thank you that you made me, me. And just as Jesus, in the incarnation, embraced, accepted human limitation and used that to live and die on a cross and become one with us, so God, I now humbly receive my limitation as the place where I will meet with you. I will have this treasure in my jar of clay. I'll see you tomorrow.
2: Wow, I love that video from John, and I'm so grateful for John and our Become New community. It's incredible that we get to together become who God wants us to be. My name is Alan George, and I have the opportunity of being on the team here. And it's so cool to hear your stories and see how we're coming together um, as a family from different parts of the country, different parts of the world, growing together in Christ. If you don't receive the daily text messages from us, I'd love for you to sign up. It's a really easy way. I know I love it. It's easy when I get those text messages, I get the link to the daily video. So make sure you sign up. All you have to do is text the word become to 855-888-0444 or you can email us at becomeyou.me at gmail.com and we can get you signed up. And as we mentioned always, if you need prayer, If you need someone to talk to, if you're going through a difficult time, I want you to know that as a team, we're here for you. We'd love the opportunity to pray with you. And you can reach us on that same number or email address. Remember, this Friday is going to be the last episode, and I can't wait to see what our community pick is going to be. As always, stay strong. Allow God to lead you and guide you this day. And I can't wait to see you tomorrow.